Amen. Well, hey, who, who, uh, who, who, can I get a, can I take a vote today? Just real quick. Who's seen the production already? Raise your hand. Wow. What? Everyone's looking real stoic. The people that are look, looking depressed that haven't seen it. Who hasn't seen it? Wow, that's a good group. How many won't see it? Won't be able to see it? I bind that. I bind you. I bind you. Well, anyway, can, can you do me a favor? One guy that, that came last night, he's inviting tons of people. He's a business owner, and he said, I'm bringing everybody. He said the guitar solo alone was worth it. <laughs> and it really was. But more than that, people are getting saved by the droves. You can't be in there and see the acting, the singing, the dancing, the, the great surprises. Please don't just come invite someone. I don't want you to bring somebody from your, oh, you got to see this people run. you got to see this Christmas presentation. No, don't bring them, those Christian crusty people. Leave them at home. they got a home church. Find a rank alcoholic, a crazy cousin Eddie. Bring your down and out, up and out, depressed, middle class. Bring everybody that doesn't know Jesus. Will you do that? How many will bring at least 10 people? Jim bought 12 tickets. You bring your whole family, right? You're going to bring all, bring all your, don't bring the nice relatives. Bring the ones you hate to be with. <laughs> don't look at me like that. How many, we don't want anyone going to hell, amen? Yeah. We made a commitment when we moved here. We want to make it hard to go to hell from Pittsburgh. And we say Christmas is not all about you. When people's hearts are open and, and, and we're seeing Israel be the center focus of what's going on in the world and Bethlehem and Jesus and People are open to Jesus, and, and the Bible says compel them, drag them, bring them, draw them. How many, how, many will, how many will be a Christian and care about someone else? About 13. Okay. Well, let's just be doers of the word this Christmas. You bring in some folks, Ricky? 17? That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the kind of, that's what I like to hear. Don't be that Scrooge, amen? Get on Scrooge right now. And you were hilarious in the pre-show, Leroy. You were hilarious in the pre-show. You were sitting there looking around like this, and guy was pulling out Cheetos and stuff, and you slapped his hand. You're like, put that away. It was just so good. But anyway, hey, help our food bank. We need noodles this week. Say noodles. Noodles, noodles of noodles. Bring noodles. Bring noodles. Don't bring ramen noodles. They swell you up. Anyway, um, people like them too. But anyway, bring some noodles, some pasta noodles if you're Italian, some lasagna noodles, but bring some noodles, and we're going to fill that place with noodles this week. Hey, let's jump into this. Uh, you know, I, I got this message. I got to get off me. So let's just talk about it. You know, the, 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 the Bible tells us that we've been given this new nature. The new nature, according to Isaiah 55, is my ways aren't your ways. God says they are higher. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Back when I was about 16, there was a commercial some of you guys might remember, the weekend was made for Michelob. This, do they still make Michelob? They do, Vinny? How do you know? <laughs> Michelob. Michelob. The weekend was made for... So, so and, and then Steve Winwood, give me a higher love. I want a higher love. I want a higher... You know, the world's looking for something higher. That's why they're taking CBD gummies. They're, they're looking for something higher. 
They, they, need to, they need to take the edge off. There's too much stress. There's too much anxiety. There's too much inflation, 8% interest rates. There's too much going on on the stock market. There's too much going on in the business world. And if you live that low life, you're going to be depressed all the time. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be worried. You're going to be ticked. You're going to be anxious. You won't be able to sleep like, like Mr. Scrooge. But the reality is we don't live that lower life. We live a higher life. If you live the lower life, you got to depend on the world system. If you live a higher life, you depend on the Holy Spirit. So when I was putting this together, the Lord said to me, you can't just go through the motions, eat, drink, go shopping, buy gifts, get around people, act fake, don't really care, make recipes, make cookies, do all the traditional things you always do. And this undue pressure of having anxiety, fear, worries, attacks, by the time the holiday is over, you're exhausted, you're worn out, and you didn't enjoy anything. Now, don't look at your wife or your husband, but how many sometimes that's the way the holiday can go? Don't raise your hand. I see you're honest there, Alec. But, but that's the way the holiday can go, and you don't, and what, what's the word? Enjoy. I don't enjoy. Christmas is over. New Year's is coming. Get out the kabaki and the sauerkraut. Get, get, you know, what, what? And, then, and then this is the way the world copes with it. Just, just have a drink. I mean, is that prevalent in our culture? Just take the edge off. Your relatives are gone. Put your feet up. Relax. And, and, and I'm sad that everyone turns to that. It's, it's such a farce. It's such a fake. It really, it really is just fake joy. And tons of Christians do that too, by the way. They're just like, I don't know why we still revert back to that. Yeah. I go into some Christians' homes, and, you know, you're talking to them. They got a, they got a full-blown bar. It's like, we got to take the edge off, Pastor. Just, you don't mind, do you? And it's like, what are we doing? I remember when my mother's sitting over there, and she's about 104 today. <laughs> Doesn't she look good? <laughs> now you have to figure out her age, but she's... In her 40s. It makes me 16 still. Anyway, it's, it's, when that woman got saved, she came home and she poured out all the liquor. My dad, they started giving. They said, we, weren't, we didn't go to Bible school yet. We just had a change on the inside. The nature changed. We didn't want to do that anymore. I'm not preaching yet, but why do we still live like the world if we call ourselves Christians? And so I'm like, why do we need that? So the Lord said, everyone's all stressed out. But Nehemiah, they just had the biggest miracle, Nehemiah 8. Uh, Nehemiah 3, 4, 5, 6, they rebuilt the wall. They restored the kingdom of God. And he tells them, chill out. Listen to what he says in Nehemiah 8, Amplified Bible. Then Ezra, the priest, told them, go your way, eat the fat. There's a scripture to eat that ribeye with fat in it. Drink the sweet drink. I think that's <clears throat> wine, sweet tea, whatever. And send the portions to him <clears throat> whom nothing is prepared. Provide for someone else. For the day is holy to the Lord. And don't be grieved and depressed. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. You, you see that? Don't be depressed. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. I, I feel this in the spirit, so I'm going to preach it. Don't be depressed. Don't be grieved. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And, and, and so as we do this, I think so many times 
I, I really, I was just praying about this this morning. The Lord said, learn my patterns. Learn Matthew eleven twenty eight. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. What's your rhythm? What's your rhythm? What's your rhythm? So I'm thinking about Christianity and the Jewish feasts. What are the Jewish feasts? What are they all about? This is our life. This is the way we live. James 1, count it all joy when your faith life is forced out into open. How many realize you're going to be in a fight? You're always in a fight. You're always in a battle, right? Come out the other side strong, Joey, Pastor Joe. Listen, listen. So there's a rhythm. What's the rhythm? Here's the rhythm. It's so simple. The rhythm is even study Hanukkah, Maccabees, Judah Maccabees. They came against the Jews to wipe them off the map. They wanted to kill them. They wanted to take them out. The Greeks, the Syrians, they, they wanted to kill them. They, they, they sacrificed pigs in their temple. They desecrated their temple. They made fun of their God, said, you can't celebrate anything. We'll kill you. You can't serve your God. We'll kill you. They took over the temple. They destroyed everything, and they tried to run them off. But Judah Maccabees rose up and said, we're going we're gonna to drive you out. We're going to put together a band of brothers. We're going to drive you guys out. They drove them out. They went to dedicate the temple. They found a little bit of oil. And the oil burned for eight days. It was only one day's worth. And God did a supernatural miracle. And what they do? They partied, they celebrated, and they ate. And I'm, I'm looking at this pattern. Like everything in the kingdom is the devil attacks, the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God raises up a standard, God routes the enemy, God gives you the victory, God heals your body, God gives you a financial breakthrough, God overcomes, and you eat, you party, and you celebrate. Study every Jewish Passover feast, the Passover. The enemy tries to kill you. God opens up the Red Sea, brings you out, gives you great victory, says, go out there, eat some bread, celebrate, cut the lamb, go ahead and roast it, go ahead and eat, party, celebrate. I'm going to bring you into a new place. This is God's pattern. And the Lord said, thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. So you know what our lives should be full of? Enemy came against me. I won again. I got the victory again. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. So if you know you're going to be living in victory, you live in joy. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you're sapped and your energy's gone and you've been hustling and bustling, running through the mall, maxing out your credit card, and you're depressed when the bill comes, and then you bought this that you couldn't afford to impress people you didn't like, and now you're upset, that's a bad life. We go in Christ from victory to victory to victory to victory to victory, and we grow through every one. So I said, Lord, this is weird. This is kind of like my neighborhood party about 10 years ago. How many have ever been to a neighborhood party? How many have ever been to a progressive neighborhood party? It got very progressive. We're the pastors in the neighborhood. We didn't really know anybody. They came over, and I didn't know then. I know them all now, but I, this is my wife. We first knew the neighborhood maybe a couple years. And they said, we're going to have a progressive dinner. And it wasn't a progressive dinner. It was a progressive alcohol fest. But I thought it was a progressive dinner. So I made all this great food. People came in. They looked at them. Like, wow, look at all this food. And they started whispering, where's the wine, dude? You got any beer? Is there, you have whiskey? I said, we have food, man. Progressive dinner. Not progressive happy hour. You said progressive dinner. You should have communicated better. <laughs> so my wife and I, we eat. We, and, and we had just some, some, some little bit of wine with dinner. So they, they, they looked over. They, they sucked that wine down in like one second. I was like, 
Like, they didn't really eat any of the food. I was like, we, we wanted to have a progressive dinner. Why aren't we eating the dinner? Then we went to the next house, and it was a progressive dinner with a little bit of dinner and a lot of alcohol. And people got a little bit toasty. And then we went to the third house, and they got roasty. And then we went to the fourth house, and they got more toasty. By the time we were at the sixth house, it was the funnest day of my life. I was the only, my wife and I were the only Serbian one. They were, they were walking around like this, looking at my wife going, are you living, where do you live? Are you in the preacher's house? She said, I'm the preacher's wife. They said, oh, you're the preacher? And then, uh, so it was just on. People were real bug-eyed. People, like, people started fighting, arguing, and I was laughing. They were telling me stuff they always wanted to say but would never say. People loosen up a little bit. They said, are you allowed to have fun at your church? I said, yeah. But I'm thinking, listen to this. And they had a bad day. The next day I woke up and preached. They, had to, they didn't get up till noon. But you know what? I started thinking, why when people say go to church, they look at you sour like they, I got the flu, COVID, and diarrhea. But when you say let's go to the bar, now our neighborhood has a progressive bus party. They rent a bus. Pastor, you want to come on the bus? I'm good. I got to preach tomorrow. A party bus drives all around Pittsburgh. No one has to drive. No one has to be responsible but the bus driver. And they come home sloshed. He drops them off at their door. Half of them pass out in the lawn. They don't make it to the bed. And we see them on the way to church. And that's what the world calls fun. And the Bible said in Acts 2, these are not drunk as you suppose, but they are filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible tells us right here, if you're going to have a joy transfusion, you've got to understand Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and here's, here's your drunk. Ready? Who wants, who wants some drunk today? I know Freddie does. I'm not talking about, you guys are confused now looking at me. Pastor's handing out brewskis at church. How many know God thought up drunk first? God thought up Holy Spirit infilling that gets you inebriated in the spirit. And that's what the world really wants. That's the happy hour they're looking for. But they don't know how to tap into it because they don't know how to tap into the divine nature. So as long as you don't know how to tap into the divine nature, you're going to be reaching for the natural instead of the supernatural. Two-thirds of the kingdom of God is visible in your life. Peace and joy. Peace and joy. These are the two things we're talking about in this service, in this Christmas season. Peace and joy. Joy and peace. Righteousness, peace and joy. God made you right. God gave you shalom, peace in you. Nothing missing, nothing broken. And now he said you get some joy in the Holy Ghost. How many want a little more joy in the Holy Ghost? See, if you don't even understand it, you don't have to understand it. Just you need to want some more. You don't understand the process that happens when people start drinking. They just say, I feel better. Well, you don't have to understand all the process. You just have to say, give me more of the Holy Ghost. Listen what he says here. He says, Galatians 5.22, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you. See, you got your own wine factory in you. Come on, something's taking place in you. The fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love, all its varied expressions, Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, and patience that endures, and kindness in action. This is all produced by the Holy Spirit working in you, creating in you 
all the while, energy and desire to do his will. How I look so happy. I only slept three hours. But I got joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Come on, say joy. Some of y'all need some joy really bad. You look like you've been baptized in vinegar. Spend the night upside down in a post hole. Face looks so long you could eat oats through a gas pipe. Somebody smile a little, uncross your arms, start thanking God that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, say joy. joy. When, we, when you get a revelation of the kingdom and joy, the world's going to start running to the church instead of the bar. Did you hear me? When you get a revelation of the joy of the Lord, the world's going to want to be around you instead of happy hour. The world's going to come to your house instead of the liquor store. Because the, 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 the spirits the devil creates in every bar in this city are wrong spirits. They're fake spirits. And they're trying to give you a temporary fix so that you can feel better so the pain is gone. But how many know when God gives you the Holy Ghost fix, you don't ever have the pain that stays there. But you have an enemy attacking. God gives you the victory. You go through a temporary time where you're going to Put up with some stuff while you're standing. And you having done all to stand, so you have a stand in faith. God gives you word. You stand in faith. You believe that word. You speak that word. You read the word. You walk out that word. It's a lamp under your feet, a light under your path. And it's joy and peace in believing it. Let's look at the scripture real quick. Romans 15, 13. Now may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Do you know what this is? This is joyful expectation. How many have some joyful expectation? Pastor, I don't got anything to expect. I'm waking up Monday. I don't have a job. Pastor, I got bills coming in. Pastor, I got, whoa, 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 whoa. Those are joy thieves. I didn't say you deny the facts, but you have a supernatural understanding that there is joy and peace that my God is coming through for me. I have a personal relationship. There was a season we moved to a place in Murraysville because the first six months of our life, we moved into a house that was for sale and it sold when we pastored the church here. The second house we moved into was a, a, a couple someone in our church knew. And they said, we'll let you stay here for, I don't know, it wasn't a deal. It was like 2800 a month. And they said, they said, but if we sell it, you got 30 or 60 days to be out. So I went about my business. And my wife gives me a call at the office. I said, what's happening? She said, oh, nothing. I was taking a shower today. And the, she named the real estate. The real estate agent was knocking on the door. I said, hey, can we look at your house? She said, I was scared, I was upset, and all of a sudden the spirit of not joy, but anger came upon me. I want to rip that guy's throat out. <laughs> he opened the lock, boss showed people the house. He said they would call first. They said they would make an appointment the day before. So I got upset. Anyway, they got upset because I got upset, and I didn't get real upset. I just said, hey, you can't do that. So they started to sue us and end this contract and this and that, and I got so upset. You know, the devil will come to steal your joy. It can be a tax debt. He'll just put it in the mail right before Christmas. It's so good. You owe $19,000 the IRS. Ah, it ruins your joy. Right? You're doing really good, and then the devil tries to throw a sickness at you. It ruins your joy. 
something happens to your kid, ruins your joy. You saved all that money to do this, and the water tank blows up, ruins your joy. How many know all the devil wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy? That's all he wants to do. He's a joy thief. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life, and this word in the Greek is zoe, the God kind of life, and that life more abundantly. So I started stressing out. And I started stressing out, and I started stressing out. I had weird stress outs. I had one guy tell me he's going to kill me over here uh, with, a, with a huge company from New York, and then his trucks were following me home. And he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow up your house and kill your family. I said, okay, that's a great day. Yeah, right. But then I saw his trucks driving by my house all the time. I, thought, I started thinking, this guy's here. Then I started doing a Google background check on this guy, and I found out he killed a lot of people. And, and I was like, hold up. <laughs> Spirit of fear started trying to come. Anxiety started to keep me from sleeping at night, bring depression, bring anxiety, bring worry. Well, this situation happened back at that house. So I called the guy. So all of a sudden, he got a, he, they got an attorney. We're going to fight you. I'm like, I'm, I give every nickel I make to plant this church. I don't have a red nickel. I can't get an attorney. Of it. And so I stressed out for about seven days. What am I going to do? 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 I don't know what to do. This isn't fair. My wife's on the line. We, we, we live here. We need a place. To, we, and, and I said, what? And, and the Lord said, just chill out, man, relax. Cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you. Affectionately, I watch about you watchfully. And, and, and you know what happened? There was a guy in our church at that time who he didn't even tell me. The Lord told me, said, be at rest. I got your back. If God is for you, who can be against you? Do we really believe that? Do you really believe God's got your back? How many believe God's working on your behalf? How many know God got your business? God got your wife. God got your family. God got the cancer healed. How many of you don't need to worry about nothing? Don't let the devil steal your joy. Well, well I, 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 was, I was so stressed out about this, and, and I was getting these letters in the mail, and you got so many days to be out. And I said, I'm just trying to pass the church, man. We got 80 people down at the Radisson, and we're trying to. And, and then George showed up, right guy right there with the gray hair. Put your hand up, George. Is this true? George said, hey, you can move into my house. I said, thank you, George. I lived there for a couple years. I got out right away. But I still had this. This guy tried to, you know how they do, the, 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 the devils and all the attorneys. And I'm just kidding. But, but this, this guy tried to sue me and sue me for like five times. Like, I'm going to sue you for the whole year's contract. You're going to pay me $8,000 plus interest and damages. And, this. and so... I was real stressed out about this because, you know, I'm just believing God to eat food. And a guy that came to our church, he didn't tell me any of this. But he came one night. He said, he said, Pastor, where's all that documents about that mail? You know, I'm an attorney, and I'll help you take care of that. And he, I put it in his hand, and he ripped it all up. He said, I already called on your behalf. He said, while I knew about this, I went and took care of it. There's a little bit of debt I took care of it, but I, I stood in your advocate on your behalf, and you don't have to worry about nothing. You're my pastor. I said, thank you, Jesus. How many know you got a Jesus who's your advocate, who's working on your behalf? He's going behind the scenes to do backroom door deals on your behalf. Say, God is for me. Who can be against me? There's joy and peace in believing. Come on, say joy and peace in believing. May the God of all hope fill you with uncontainable joy. How, come many, how, many, how many here, you just be honest, you could use just a little bit more joy? Little, how many could take a little bit more? No, someone didn't put your hand up. Say more joy. More joy. You're going to get this. Say more joy. more 
I'm going to force feed you. Say more joy. joy. Say more joy. joy. It's my strength. strength. I'm being healed my body. And I'm going to finish with this. And I have great expectations. We got a great illustration right here. And I'm not going to have you get up, Natalie. The baby's coming Tuesday. Say, say with me, great expectation. Pregnant with purpose. So I find out when you're expecting a baby, you're not depressed. You're excited. You, 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 you're full of joy. And the Lord said this to me. Live with joyful expectation. As Luke 1 says, an angel of the Lord came to Mary. We know the story. Thou art highly favored. Come on, say, I'm highly favored. The angel of the Lord said, don't fear. Say, fear not. Mary, for thou hast found favor in God. How many know you have found favor in God's sight because of Jesus? And behold, look at verse 31. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb. Thou shalt bring forth a son. You'll call his name Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, how can this be? I don't know a man. See, the problem is a lot of times when God gives us a promise and a word of faith, we go away and try to figure out how you're going to do it or how you're going to make it happen or how you can trust in the Lord instead of with all your heart and you lean on your own understanding. God says, you don't need to worry about happening. You just need to let your father take care of it. You need just the rest. The doctor came to me. Well, the doctor didn't come. The couple came to me. I told you the story before. But the doctor came to them in the marriage counseling and, and told them, you'll never have a child. And I was like, this sounds weird. You'll never have a child. And the Holy Spirit said, tell them they will have a child. Who's right, Pastor Buck or the doctor? Of course, Pastor Buck. (laughs) The the doctor said, you cannot have children. And I was just sitting there by the Holy Spirit. Something inside me said, I didn't know this. Said, tell her she's going to have a son. I said, you're going to have a son. I'll never forget it. I said, Lord, this is crazy. Said, "Um, excuse me, Pastor. Um, You know, that's kind of you to think that. But I don't have the ability. My organs aren't well. I, she started explaining stuff to me. I said, no, 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 I understand that. But you are going to have a son. Um, pastor, she, she went three, four times. She said, you don't understand. It's not possible. And I said this scripture. But with God, all things are. I said, you don't have to know. You don't have to figure out. You don't have to know. You just have to believe the word that I speak to you. Because God just told me, you're going to have a boy. Got a phone call about three months later. And my secretary picked up and they said, hey, there's a lady on the phone that said she's pregnant and it's your pastor's fault. How many know that could be a big problem? I said, put her through. I need to talk to her. She said, hey, that word you spoke, it happened. The doctor, he said that I've conceived and I'm having a baby boy. I said, praise you, Jesus. How many know one word from God can change everything? When it's believed because there's joy and peace in believing. Don't trust in your own ability. Trust in the word of God. How many know I say today you're healed? Just believe it. By his stripes you are healed. How many know you serve the God of more than enough? He supplies all your needs. Well, I don't don't understand how that's going to work. Don't need to. I don't know a man. I don't have the money. I don't have the spouse yet. I've been believing. I don't have, I've been believing God for this. Hey, doesn't matter. Leave that up to God. That's not your problem. He shall be great, son of the most high. The angel said, how can this be? Verse 35, the angel answered, said unto him, Holy Ghost shall come upon you. How many know there's something about when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, right, Rick? There's something about when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Right, Alec? 
There's something about when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. How many of this Christmas season? I don't care if you're at the mall, if you're at dinner, if you're at the house. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you. Ready? How's this going to happen? Don't know. Don't really care. My Father gave me the Word. I just have to believe the Word because there's joy and there's peace in trusting Him. He told me, buy that church we did. It was full of people last night. Come on, was it? You guys are awesome, man. Come on, Aaron. Come on, coffee lady. Come on, Delaney. When you guys see this, this makes, honestly, I mean, just being real, it makes Broadway look stupid. No, it does. Doesn't it? Because the power of the Holy Spirit's infused with lightning and sound and big screens and second floor stuff and guitars and drums. It's just bad. But the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, that holy thing born in thee shall be called the Son of God. And listen, listen, I'm closing right here. I said, Pastor, this is quite quick for Christmas time. Listen to what he says. And the first thing he said after he gives you a word, he tells you to join a life group. How come y'all ain't getting no victory? How come y'all ain't getting no victory? Because you're isolated and alone. And it's all about you. Our life groups are given out to people. Come on. They're providing Christmas for people. They're buying gifts for people. They're, they're coming together as a team and finding out who has a need. But you know what? He said, here's what, uh, I gave you a word. You're going to have a son, right? Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. You're going to have this power in you. Something's going to be born in you. You're going to have great expectation. But say, this is the second thing I need you to do. I need to go see your cousin Elizabeth. What? Go to your cousin's house. I'm going to close here. Go to your cousin's house. Why? Well, there's this girl named Liz, married to Zach. They weren't supposed to have a baby. They're old. But God gave them a promise. God struck her husband dumb while he was ministering to the temple, the incense. Said, you ain't going to be able to talk till the son, this plan, this pregnancy comes to pass. You shut your mouth. Because you, if, you, if you speak negative all the time, you'll abort the plan of God. If you're speaking negative all the time, you'll miscarry the promise of God. If you're saying what God can't do and what God won't do and we don't have enough, and you listen to the joy feast, you'll just start speaking. You'll kill the joy. And there'll be no peace in believing. But you start to say, thank you, Lord. I stagger not at the promise of God, but grew strong in faith and gave glory to God. Get to Liz's house. Say, get to Liz's house. What's going on with Liz? Let's, let's find out. We get, we, get, we get Liz's expecting, right? Behold thy cousin Elizabeth. She have also conceived a son in her old age. Read Luke 1, the whole chapter this week. It'll change your life. This is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing, say nothing, nothing. shall be impossible. And Mary said, how many know you need to say something? Come on, someone say, I need to say something. The kingdom of God works through words. Say, I don't like that. I'm Presbyterian background or I'm Lutheran background. I just, shh. No. God made you to be a speaking spirit. You shall decree a thing and it will be established unto you in the light of God's favor. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Whosoever says with his mouth to the mountain, be thou cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says, he shall have whatsoever he says. Is that right? Get the book Ricky been giving everyone. Charles Capps, Creative Power of the Tongue. It'll change your life. Read that. Phenomenal. Start creating your world with your words. Read James 3. 
But listen to what he says. You've got to get to Elizabeth's house. And Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. Come on, say it out loud. Be it unto me according to God's word. Say it out loud. Anything's possible. Doesn't that feel good? Say anything's possible. With God. With me. Speaking his word. Anything's possible. Say I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Come on, open your mouth. Do this with me. I have joy. I have peace. I'm excited. This will be the best Christmas ever. My kids are serving the Lord. They're free from addiction. Come on, come on. That feels good, doesn't it? Say, I have joy. It's the truth. Ready? Then Mary arose and went in haste. She went in haste into the hill country, the town of Judah, to the house of Zechariah, and saluted Elizabeth. And it occurred that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb. Elizabeth was filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you, I went to Joey's house the other day. Joey wasn't looking good or doing good. 20-some days sick, but now he's healed. Come on, heal to the Lord. Victory. We're going to have a victory meal. He, he could sit there and say, I sick through my birthday. I sick. No, no, we're going to have a big old steak, man. We're going to eat the fat. We're going to drink the root beer. We're going we're gonna to do the will of God. But, but, but wait, wait. He's not, he's not at home victim status with a mask on. I can't go out in public anymore. How many know God is good? God is good. So, so, so you say, what are you going to do? I want to hear the total testimony, what God taught him. Because there's joy set before you. If you don't have a joy set before you, you're in trouble. Jesus, who for the joy set before him, his joy was seeing you victory. His joy was seeing you overcome. His joy was seeing you healed. His joy was saying you get a breakthrough. His joy was seeing your kids saved. His joy was seeing he, he did it. The joy of the Lord was his strength because he pressed forward because he could see the end result. But listen to this. What are you doing at Elizabeth's house? Can you imagine this? Hey, Liz, what's up? It's Mary. Oh, my gosh. I already heard that that's going to be the one that bears the Savior, my cousin Mary. And she said, maybe it is this baby is an example for her. It says she stayed there 90 days, one trimester. There's something about 90 days, man. If you can build a habit for 90 days. She stayed with her for 90 days. And probably told her the story. You're old. You shouldn't be having a kid. This is impossible. But with God, it's possible. But the minute I heard Joey's voice, the minute he heard my voice, some of them said, man, I'm coming out of this. The minute I heard Vinny's voice, that's one of the brothers of faith. The minute I heard Ken's voice, when he prays, when I seen you praying in your African language in that show, Man, I, something inside of me leapt. When I seen last week Colombians, Venezuelans, Arabic folks, refugees getting off a bus to load into our church, something leapt on the inside of me. This is why we're here. You might not like that. When you start to bring a meal to someone, put someone in a trailer, start to feed someone, bring them gifts. Someone said, I got a stove. I got an oven. I got a couch. I got a, and you're just moving stuff around. Go bring this to him. Bring that to her. And your stuff is just leaping on the inside. So when you get around people of faith, you go to the wrong church, ain't nothing leaping. Ain't no Elizabeth's there. 
Who's God joined you to down there at the villages? He's joined you to people because he's got a plan for your life. He said, connect with these people. You got to get around pregnant people. Let, let, let me just, I'm not talking about physical pregnancy like Natalie. Before the end of the year, how many are expecting God to do something in your life? Hold your hand up. Hold your hand up high. Leave your hand down if you're not. If you're just putting it up because everyone else put it down. Because see, that's fake faith. Said Joey put his hand up. Jeff did, so I better. Pastor said put, no, no, no. The Lord promised me victory in 2023. So right now, how many days are left? 14? Something? This is going to be the best 14 days of my life. Do you know how much seed I got in the ground this year? I got so much seed in the ground. If I get a harvest this year, it's going to be bumper crop, baby. Most I've given in my whole life to everywhere. I'm telling you, the Bible says God will chase you down, run you over, fill you with blessings, fill you with joy and peace and believing, fill you with his presence, fill you with his power, bless you more and more, your children and you, make you a thousand times more than you are. Anyone got a word before the end of the year? I say your house could be paid off before the year's over. I say your child could be totally healed before the day's over. I say that cancer will be gone next time you go to the doctor. So I don't know if I believe that. I tried that before. No, no, I've seen way too many cases win. I don't understand the why. It didn't happen with some, but I know God is good all the time. What? Is on the inside of you, leaping. The only way you're going to learn expectation is to get around someone else that's expecting. This hope, this translation of faith is the substance of things hoped for, is joyfully expected. It says in one translation, the thing that is joyfully expected. So this Christmas, I want to say to you, what are you joyfully expecting? That's how God works. This is how God works. What, what do you believe in God to do? Eh, nothing. That's exactly what happens in your life the rest of the year. What do you believe in God to do? Well, he said the eyes of the Lord are on your life from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. He's not done yet. Someone say he's not done yet. He will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all the pastor says. No, 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 no. He will do exceedingly, abundantly, above. No, no. He will do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all, you ask or think according to the Holy Spirit power that is working within you. How come God does so many good things, Pastor? I'm just trusting he, he'll do what he said. He's not a man that he should lie. God is a man of his word. He gives a promise. He keeps a promise. You go through a battle, you get a victory. You count it all joy. When you fall into tests, you get a victory. You eat a meal, you celebrate, you move on to the next battle. You fight a battle, you having done all the stand, you get around people that are expecting. You get around people that live a real faith life, not a fake faith life. Because in hard times come, your faith life is forced into the open. Mary arose and went into the hill country of the town of Judah. And there the house of Zachariah saluted Elizabeth. Hang out with people that live by faith and say, I'm expecting big. Come on, say it out loud. I'm expecting big. He says, and he cried out and explained, blessed, favored above all other women. Verse 42, blessed, favored is the fruit of your womb. 
I deserve this honor and be granted unto me that the mother of the Lord should come to me. And, and, and let's close right here. Behold, the instant the sound of your salutation reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is she who believed that fulfillment of these things were spoken to her by the Lord. What's her response? Look at 46. This is Christmas celebration time. Mary said, Mary said, say Mary said. Mary said. Say it out loud. Mary said. You got to say some stuff, man. Mary said, my soul does magnify the Lord and extols the Lord. Look at this. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. How many want to win big in Christ? You got to start listening to the promise of God, expecting the promise of God, and you got to rejoice. You got to begin to rejoice. So if you know you're having a victory, do you know the end of this game, end game for your life and my life when Jesus comes? We all go. We come back on horses to fight a battle. But first thing we do is go for a thousand years. We, we, we go before the thousand year reign. We go to a marriage supper of the Lamb. We sit down. We have a banquet with Jesus. How many, how many want to make the banquet? Amen. How many want to be there? Wow. Psalm 16, 11. You shall show me the path of life. And in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and, say it out loud with me, joy in the Holy Ghost. Everyone, joy in the Holy Ghost.